Persons listening to this show should experience varying degrees of euphoria and might radiate a warm glow of truth from their entire being. This phenomenon sometimes lasts hours after a typical brain massage. If you are listening with another Lights On listener and they begin to glow, don't be concerned. This is a phenomenon normally associated with Pastor Scheidbach's patented brain massage technique and merely means the truth has set them free. The devil beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello, I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor at the Lighthouse Baptist Church in Santa Maria, California, and your brain masseur. Get ready for your brain massage. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Proverbs 29, verse 2, certainly is proving true today. Uh, what we have taught our enemies. Will truth catch up to the lies before those lies lead us to hell? It's a race, and it appears truth is the tortoise, and the rabbit is the lie. Building Nimrod's Tower, the globalists in my lifetime have never been closer to realizing Nimrod's dream. So, where are you in this battle? Are you building the stage for the beast, or are you keeping the beast in its cage? Okay, my friends, it's time for your brain massage. Truth. Served here, flavored by delectable wit. Delicious sarcasm, succulent sagacity, a gourmet meal for the mind. What have we taught our enemies? We've taught them that they can capitalize on our ignorance and use it to divide and conquer us. The Bible does say, God lamented, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. For example, did you know that white Republicans were lynched along with blacks? Here's a report from the Tuskegee University Archives Repository, which boasts it houses the most complete record of lynchings that occurred in the United States from 1882 to 1968. Uh, during this time, quote, 4,743 people were lynched, including 3,446 African Americans and 1,297 whites. The Southern Democrats considered anti-slave Republicans to be radicals, so they lynched them, too. What group does the racist Democrat Party provoke today's black uh, young people to hate? Well, it's the party that died to oppose slavery. That's who. When you gonna wake up? When you gonna wake up? Thank you, Dylan. Ever heard of Thomas Sowell? Well, he's a black American that loves the truth. Jesus talked about those who love truth as opposed to those that hate it. Well, Thomas Sowell is a man that loves it. Sowell published the Thomas Sowell Reader, and in it he included a chapter titled Twisted History. In that chapter, he points out that, quote, the most astonishing fact to an American today is that although slavery was a worldwide institution for thousands of years, nowhere in the world was slavery a controversial issue prior to the 18th century, that'd be the 1700s, People of every race and color were enslaved and enslaved others. Yes, blacks enslaved others too. White people were still being bought and sold as slaves in the Ottoman Empire decades after American blacks were freed. End quote. Sowell points out that slavery was accepted as a norm worldwide until the 1700s and then only in Western countries you know, where Christianity was the driving force of cultural influence. With all the moral outrage directed at whites today for something virtually no white person has done 
uh, anywhere in America for sure, or would ever do or condone. Sowell asks why, when the National Geographic published an article revealing that millions of people are still enslaved around the world right now, why is there zero moral outrage about slavery? Hmm. Well, it's simple. The slavery issue is not about slavery. It's about agitating racial hatred. And the purpose of that is to divide and conquer this nation. Thank you, Mr. Dillon. We have taught our enemies that they can manipulate us to hate each other so long as they can keep us ignorant and ill-informed. But let me enlighten you. They can only deceive people who want to be deceived. Yeah, people don't need to know something is true before they'll believe it. They only need a reason to believe it. Jesus said people don't refuse facts and truth or light because they can't see the light of truth in the facts they're presented with. The reason they reject facts or are dishonest in the way they use them is because, frankly, they hate light. They prefer darkness. You can read about this in John chapter 3, by the way. Uh, And it's in the same speech where he gave uh, his explanation of Christmas to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 Only a few verses down from that place, he explains why people reject this wonderful truth, the wonderful promise of Christmas. Why they reject the light that he sent into the world that would show us the way to peace and love for our fellow man. He said the reason people refuse the light of truth that he sent into the world to us on Christmas Day, together with his gift on earth peace, goodwill toward men through his son, who is the way, the truth, and the life, the truth that Jesus said would bring freedom, make us free, with his peace and his love. I mean, why would anyone reject this gift? I know that's weird, but Jesus explained it. He said, it is because they love darkness more than light. Who would love darkness more than light? Who would love to live in hate? Well, Jesus explained it. He said they love darkness more than light because their deeds are evil. They hate light because it exposes the truth about their behavior. Well, that's what he said. He said those who do evil hate the light and refuse to come to the light because they don't like being exposed to the truth about their behavior. He said, lest his deeds should be reproved, John 3.20. Now, the Spirit was sent into the world specifically to reprove the world, and that's why they hate Christians, because the Spirit of Christ is in them. These people hate Christ. They refuse to submit to him as their Lord because, well, he disapproves of their behavior. So they invent their own righteousness. They create their own moral code. And then they go about judging everyone else and condemning everyone else based on their private notion of what's right and wrong. But it's a system that is intentionally designed to justify and provide cover for their defiance against God and His righteousness. I mean, He's our Creator. And invariably, it ends up putting them at odds with nature itself. Yeah, so they, so they hate the Creator And in defying his righteousness, they end up defying nature. The bottom line is that many people love doing things that violate the bands and cords of Christ. You know, the restraints of Christ in Christianity. Genuine Christianity. That that expose their behavior as sin. 
as transgression against the laws of our Creator. In short, it's actually very simple. They want to commit adultery. Why? Well, because they like it. For them, sex is a recreation. So uh, they invent a new standard. It's uh, uh, until boredom do we part, or <laughs> it's until I decide I don't like you anymore do we part, or it's until we grow apart that we part. It's the whole for better or for worse thing uh, is like a joke. Uh, for some, it's until I find someone richer that we part, or till I find someone prettier that we part, or you get the idea. Marriage is a restraint, a law of God that limits sex to one exclusive relationship. And that's why the wicked rage against it. And that's why ultimately as Christianity loses influence in culture, they will finally just break it and cast it aside. That's right. They're already breaking it. But soon they'll cast it aside. The Bible says the day will come when they will forbid to marry. Oh, and command to abstain from meats. Both these things are under attack right now. Marriage is only one example. People hate Christianity because they hate restraints. They hate the bands and cords of Christ. They want to fornicate. They want to lie. They want to cheat. They want to steal. Easy. It gets them what they want. It feeds their lusts. They feed a desire for power when they can dominate others or get revenge, satisfy a, a, a desire for revenge against those who dominated them when they were children or young adults. They nurture and feed their hatred for God and man when they violate nature. They actually feel empowered by defying their creator. They enjoy it. That's why they do it. It's what they love. They angrily shake off all restraints against whatever impulse they want to serve. And they do this without regard to what evils come into the world through those bad behaviors, heedless of the people that are hurt by their behavior or the peace that is lost to all of us through their behavior. So obsessed are they with having their will unshackled by any restraints, they willingly sacrifice their own freedoms and steal the freedom of others. These are the easiest people to deceive and to control. Why? Because all you need is a lie that they want to believe or that you can give them a reason to believe. Like money, for example. People will believe a whole lot of really dumb stuff for money. They will believe a lot of nonsense to feed a need to belong or a need for acceptance or for approval. They'll go along with a group just to stay with the group. And all along, all of their needs would be met by God through the Lord Jesus Christ and in a way that's truly satisfying. If only they would live in submission to the bands and cords of Christ. His restraints actually keep you free. Freedom only exists within the bands and cords of Christ. The truth. When you break from the bands and cords of Christ, you come under the tyrannical control of evildoers. So, the mystery of Biden is actually very simple. People support Biden because he's a crook. He's a liar. He's a traitor. So are they. They're thieves, liars, selfish children of Belial, and they protect their own. But they, they can't openly defend thieving, lying, and being a traitor. So they ignore the truth about him and believe whatever lie they're fed to protect them from being confronted with the reproof of the truth against their own behavior. About what a colossal error they made to support such a wicked man. And at the same time, they hate Trump because they, well, they hate the light. They hate the light he shines on their evil deeds. Most especially, they hate the people that gravitate toward Trump. Truth lovers are attracted to Trump. And that's because he says what he means and means what he says. The people who love truth tend to love Trump. The people who hate truth tend to 
Trump and love Biden or Hillary or Obama. You know, the liars, the thieves, the traitors against America as founded, who hate Christ and Christianity. And this also explains why when you say Merry Christmas to some of these folks, they get sullen, angry, offended. It's really very sad. God gave his son on Christmas Day with an offer of peace on earth, demonstrating his goodwill toward all mankind. That's what he wants for us. If we bow the knee willingly now, we can have the promise of peace and goodwill toward one another. Who would not want that? Well, Jesus explained it to you. So now you understand. Hold on to the break, my dear friends. I'll be right back. Let my people breathe. Unmasking the mask controversy with science and scripture answers two questions. Do they work? Answer, no. The second question answered by this important book is what does the scripture say about mask mandates? You'll get amazing clarity on questions like what are the limits of human government and how do we know when to stand our ground against government intrusion into our natural rights? Learn the biblical basis for resisting government intrusion into our medical choices, why our body does not belong to the government, and that God appointed to the individual responsibility for its care. That giving this to the government is literally to put government in the place of God. Don't replace the divine right of kings with the divine right of government. Get this book and get the truth that will make you free. Go to GodsWar2020.com. The Devil Beware. Pastor Scheidbach is on the air. Hello and welcome back. I'm Dr. Scheidbach, pastor of the Lighthouse, your brain masseur, and Paul Revere's lantern lighter, lighting the lamps in the church belfry arch, singling the enemies on the march, an enemy that would steal from us our liberties. Will truth catch up to the lies before those lies lead us to hell? It's a race, and it does appear the truth is the tortoise, and the rabbit is the lie. It seems that lies always get a head start. A lot of damage can be done by a lie before truth breaks through and catches up. For example, consider the hundreds of patriots who will spend, now, a third Christmas behind bars away from their families— because of the lies that were told by these lovers of darkness, the mainstream media, so-called legacy media, you know, lapdogs for Pelosi, Schiff, Cheney, Raskin, Aguilar, Murphy, uh, Luria, or Luria, Kinzinger, Lofgren, and by the way, uh, four of these people from California. And no other state had multiple representatives on that, on that uh, committee. Now that more of the J6 video footage has been released, thank you, Speaker Johnson, we are beginning to see the truth about what went on. Truth is catching up to the lie, but will it catch up in time? But, but hey, Mr. Speaker, uh, don't the American people deserve, don't they have a right to know if there were any FBI plants in the crowd and, and what they were doing in that crowd? Why are you going along with this business of editing out all the evidence that the FBI were a party to the conspiracy to agitate protesters? You know, like some of the Capitol Police did when, without provocation, they fired rubber bullets into the crowd, lobbed smoke grenades into the crowd, agitating them. Or like when the Capitol Police, and I I saw a video of this, the Capitol Police, or at least persons representing themselves to be Capitol Police, stood behind barriers there uh, at the Capitol while protesters began to gather on the other side. And when the crowd got backed up, 
One uh, began, one of the CPs, the Capitol Police, began to encourage a protester to move the barrier and come on in. Yeah. And when he refused or equivocated or hesitated, uh, some CP, Capitol Police, uh, apparently, threw a smoke grenade into the back of the crowd, forcing them to react by moving toward the barriers. And then CP removed a barrier to let people through as if to uh, release the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, problems that were, that were piling up right there because of that smoke bomb and the reaction to it. Then the CP uh, invited the people through those barriers, uh, but then a scuffle b- breaks out and they begin to attack some who came through. Or how about that video of CP waving protesters, Capitol Police waving protesters into the building uh, over an article that's headlined, Capitol Police did not wave people into the Capitol building. It's unbelievable. It's like watching that during those riots, remember? A guy standing in front of a burning building and saying, the riots are, are mostly peaceful. You know, I had some qualms about Speaker Johnson that arose from what I heard in his acceptance speech that bothered me, you know, when he received the gavel. But you also know that I've given him the benefit of doubt and strongly supported his actions thus far. But, but what, about, what about this? Why are these guys so, it seems, so hesitant to get aggressive for justice and openly work to free the J6 political prisoners? I mean, to get loud about it. It makes me wonder, why are the videos coming out so slowly? And why would the Republicans be okay with hiding the identity of the FBI agents? Now, if you're concerned about their identity, well, okay, how about you just put a blur over their faces but then uh, have FBI appear in the circle over their blurred face. Let us see the evidence that you're trying to hide that shows and proves the FBI agents were embedded in the crowd and they were agitating the crowd. And let's find out why. Now, this next item of news comes up today, provoking me to ask, why won't these cowards get together and use their majority to take care of business? It's constantly the problem we have with these Republicans. There is no reason the defense bill should include funding for violating the constitutional protection of our inalienable right to privacy in our personal effects. Warrantless wiretapping is a direct violation of our God-given and constitutionally protected rights. Why don't you guys separate that issue out of the defense bill and vote on it separately? You were all ready to strip away efforts by God-fearing patriots to remove abortion funding from a military defense bill. What in the world is abortion funding doing in a military defense bill? What's that doing there? Efforts to remove LGBTQ surgeries, sex change operations from a defense spending bill? Give me a break. What's it doing there in the first place? Well, let me ask you were, you, were you careful to make sure all those men in the military who get pregnant will have prenatal care? What a pack of maroons. So, you know, keep abortion, keep diversity, that whole pronoun enforcement business, keep tranny rights, including sex change operations, right? To, and, and, and the effort to make, force you to be a participant in their insanity, affirming their psychotic break from reality, you know, call me by my pronoun or whatever. Let's keep all that junk in the defense spending bill. And let's do that over the protest of sane members of Congress. And, uh, and then let's remove every effort of the sanity squad 
who wanted this junk removed from a defense spending bill. But let's leave in their funding for Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which has nothing to do with foreign intelligence and everything to do with controlling American speech. It allows the FBI to spy on Americans in coffee shops, libraries, virtually everywhere. Now, I won't be able to give you the, the full development on my thoughts concerning building Nimrod's Tower, um, or putting it this way, building the stage for the beast, or keeping the beast in its cage at our show today. Uh, but I will develop it some more Saturday during our Brain Massage Live. And if you want the links to join us at 9 p.m. on Saturday night, contact me and let me know. Most of you are familiar with the story of Nimrod. Nimrod was a political leader who gathered all the people of the world at that time together under his authority and defied God, built a tower specifically for the purpose of defying God's command to spread out and go all over the earth and replenish it and so on. They, he wanted to keep everybody all together where he could control them. Well, God came down, destroyed that tower, scattered mankind, separated them by language groups and so on. And so he retarded, if you will, the effort to create the one world government. And we know that from that time forward, there have been several efforts on the part of God's enemy, the devil, using his people, the children of disobedience, to construct Nimrod's tower. This has gone on repeatedly throughout history. Each time it almost gets to a place to implement, God intervenes and destroys it and it all unravels. Well, we know that prophetically the time's going to come when the beast, as he's referred to, or the Antichrist, the man of sin, the son of perdition, will rise up in power in the earth and succeed at creating a one world government under Satan, governed by him, the Antichrist, the human uh, agent that Satan will use to rule the earth. So the question is, are you helping to build the platform upon which the beast will rise to power? Or are you part of the team that's deployed on the earth today to keep that beast in its cage? Now, there's some prophetic uh, elements to all of this that are really intriguing about the fact the beast will rise from the bottomless pit and some things like that that I would love to go into, but we don't have time. We'll be doing that in our Bible studies upcoming. But think about that. The Bible says that the spirit of Antichrist is active in the world and working to bring the world under Satan, governed by an appointed man of sin, the Antichrist. But Jesus Christ has come into the world, defeated Satan, taken away his power, taken all the kingdoms away from him and brought them under his own authority. And he has set his church in the earth as the pillar and ground of the truth, which is the, the only weapon that can defeat Satan because Satan's a liar and the father of it. It's the truth that brings him, that brings him down and causes him to flee. So those of us who are children of obedience, that is, we've obeyed the gospel, we've received the Christmas gift of Christ as Lord and King of the earth now, and so serving him, we oppose the spirit of Antichrist. God gave us the spirit of Jesus Christ to be in us, and through us he reproves the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, laying upon them the bands and cords of Christ, restraining the one world government from coming into fruition. We are in their way. What team are you on? 
Are you helping to build the stage upon which Antichrist will rise, or are you present to restrain or to hold that beast in its cage? All right, I need to go ahead and come to a conclusion here. Uh, here, here you go. Talk about the psychosis afflicting the left today and their total break from reality. Uh, this speaks to desperation, by the way, that they're feeling as they keep playing Wile E. Coyote when they're trying to catch Trump the Roadrunner. Now, I don't watch MSNBC or CNN. I'm not familiar with these, these personalities, but I have a link here that you can watch this video. But let me give you the gist of it here. MSNBC, uh, a speaker says, you can't imagine what Trump will do if he's elected. Canada will be annexed to America. <laughs> Here's another MSNBC spokesperson. Trump will shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like the Democrats did when they shot Ashley Babbitt. Okay. And by the way, everyone who supported that owns it. Here's a guest who says, that means he can shoot the first lady. you got to be kidding me. Talk about derangement. This is getting loony tunes. <laughs> <laughs> MSNBC, uh, we're going to see violence the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. You should see the goofball, idiotic look on this person's face after she makes that stupid statement. MSNBC, he will make it illegal to run against him. He'll put his opponents in jail and shut down media. Uh, you, you, you're hearing this, aren't you? MSNBC, another spokesperson, says he will make himself into the Fuhrer and he will make everybody raise their hand and salute him. Yeah, this is what they're saying on these. On the, 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 I didn't know they were talking this crazy. MSNBC, uh, he will invoke martial law against the American people. MSNBC, he will terminate the Constitution. MSN, the, the, Obama started that trick. MSNBC, he will rewrite the Constitution. MSNBC, he will create mass internment camps. He will send everyone into Gitmo. MSNBC, he will suppress the rights specifically of minority groups in society and might put them in jail. MSNBC, any number of things that could happen to you if Trump gets elected and your family. This is the way they're talking. MSNBC, none of us is safe. MSNBC, he'll be circled by hitmen who will assassinate his enemies list. MSNBC, he will assassinate generals. MSNBC, he will order troops to attack American citizens. MSNBC, Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. CNN, he's going to burn the house down. MSNBC, he will unravel the institutions of our democracy. MSNBC, they compare Trump to Mussolini, Hitler. Multiple characters in MSNBC keep repeating that. He wants to take away your vote. Hillary said, it, it'll be the end of democracy. Another one said, democracy is dead if Trump is elected. Uh, CNN, democracy will be at risk. MSNBC, the absolute end of the Justice Department as we know it. Well, I, I would hope so. MSNBC, the Justice Department could be entirely transformed. Well, again, we, we, we can hope for that. Uh, right now, it's so corrupt, it's unbelievable. Everyone instrumental in the coup, this guy said, will be elevated in the administration of Trump. MSNBC, end of the rule of law. He will arrest political opponents. He will persecute his enemies. You've got to be kidding. Uh, Liz Cheney, you know, that Republican traitor, says a vote for Donald Trump may mean the last election you ever get to vote in. Can you believe she said, what an idiot. He will go after every free part of our civil life remaining. Uh, CNN, he will tear down our institutions. MSNBC, he will go department after department to weaponize the government. Unbelievable. CNN, he will use the military to quash protests. MSNBC Cheney, the traitor, says there's no question Trump will extend his hold on the presidency beyond a second term. Schiff, Trump will never leave the office. It's unbelievable 
how these people project what they're doing and what their plans are on, on Trump and on us. This is an amazing montage of video clips that will really open your eyes to the drip, drip, drip of lies uh, that about one-third of our population is exposed to 24-7. And you can view it here on this link in my notes. My friends, I must adieu. Thanks to all of you who make this show possible by your continued generosity with financial gifts, your contributions to the show by helping to keep me informed about what's going on. Uh, example, I never watch any of these outlets, MSNBC or CNN, so I'm grateful this compilation was sent to me and others who help me with research. Thank you, and God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Come on by the Lighthouse. Let's get acquainted. I've lit the lamps in the Church Belfry Arch. You let me know you see they're on. Email me by going to our website, brainmassage.net. Again, brainmassage.net. Find the Contact Us button. Send me an email. You can leave a message for me on our listener response hotline. Call 805 805- 314-2114. You might need the one. Dial 1-805-314-2114. God bless you. God bless America. God save America. And God save California. I'll see you in church.